Hello and thank you very much for joining us today. I'm Tom Ewan. I'm a Principal Consultant for Berwick Partners and part of the not-for-profit practice specialising in executive search for professional bodies, uh, learned societies and of course trade associations. Today I'm going to be speaking to Dr Ross Maloney. Um, Ross is the Chief Executive of the Lifting Equipment Engineers Association which uh, trust me shall be known hereafter as Leah. Uh, In the interest of transparency, Ross has recently partnered with Berwick Partners on three new appointments to his executive leadership team, a director of compliance, director of membership and director of academy. And we'll be talking to him about these appointments and what he wants to achieve by having them on board during our conversation. This is alongside obviously talking about Lear and his motivations for leading the organisation and obviously his experiences as as a chief executive. Just to introduce Ross, he was awarded his PhD in Economics and Politics from the University of Birmingham and has spent a large proportion of his earlier career working in the public sector and social research organisations. I I think that the common thread, as as we'll hear, is throughout his career has been uh, something of a dedication to education and to training and uh, and development. Um, And that extends to his current role as Chief Executive of LEA, of course. Um, now, Ross was first appointed into a leadership role, into a chief executive role back in 2013, so celebrating his 10th year uh, in leadership. Um, and that was for uh, skills for logistics. Uh, that was also after a successful period as a deputy chief executive for around five years and overseeing some of the strategy and policy for, for the same organisation. He was appointed as CEO of Leah back in 2018, and I think it's fair to say he's definitely taken the organisation on something of a journey since he took over at the helm, um, and we'll be talking more about that um, later on. He's on the board of, or has been on the board for WAMITAB, which is a commercial training provider for the waste uh, and environmental management sector, and was the chair of JORPT, the Joint Approvals Unit for Periodic Training, which has now since become part of the Driving and Vehicle Standards Agency, the uh, DVSA. So you can see, obviously, that training is definitely part of his blood, very much in his blood, as well as his obvious love for uh, an acronym. Uh, so without further ado... I will spare you any more wittering on from my side and hand you over to uh, to Ross Maloney. Ross, thanks very much for, for making the time to do this. It's really appreciated. So I think it, just to, to start off with... Um, I mean, I, in my introduction, I've described Leah as being quite a unique organisation. I've, I've also sort of said that it's been on quite a significant journey since since you took over leadership in, in 2017. Um, I'd just be interested just to start off with, I guess, you know, talk a little bit about your own career journey and experiences and, and actually what led and attracted you to, to your current role as Chief Executive of Leah back in 2017. So, so my, um, my background is that I, I started off as an academic. I'm an economist. When I say an academic, that probably overstates the level that I got to and that my doctorate's in political economy and I started teaching politics and economics at Birmingham and Nottingham. And my real interest was the economics of education. So the value that people, society and the state could get from enhanced levels of competence in the workforce. And that was particularly informed by the fact I grew up in Nottinghamshire in the 1990s when industry was changing. And so I really got into how can the UK PLC be improved? And so um, I was recruited to go and work for the civil service. I worked 
for the Sector Skills Development Agency initially and then the UK Commission for Employment and Skills, where I really got involved in adult level vocational training and education. And um, then I went to work in Sector Skills land, where I ended up as the chief executive of a Sector Skills Council. And before policy changes meant that they all closed. And then I joined Leah at a time where Leah was really examining what it does, what it wants to be and the contribution it can make to its membership. And over the last six years that I've been here, that's the journey that we've been on. It's been about um, living up to the promises that we make and making the promises that we think are necessary to have the desired impact that our board um, are keen to see. On a personal level, what really inspires you most about working with Leah? And and, and also, how would you describe um, what Leah does in terms of it for it for the sector and uh, and particularly for the success and uh, and growth of the sector which ultimately that's that's I mean that's a core part of your mandate so I'd be really interested to know what is it that you personally enjoy in them and then how do you think that your work really contributes to the sector so my own background is that I had never uh, had anything in particularly in detail to do with the lifting equipment sector I'd worked in logistics which is clearly got relationships with lifting and worked in other industries representing other industries um but there are trade associations and there are trade associations and one of the things that i really love about leah is it's a proper industry so when i'm with members it's um organizations entities and companies that are right at the front line of the real world economy so given that we work across these numerous supply chains as we call them I will routinely have conversations with big firms in construction and oil and gas and heavy manufacture. And I've had the chance to go and visit with old school industries and cutting edge stuff. And so my role, no two days are the same. And I really love that, that we're real, we're a genuine wealth creating part of the economy. But I love that when I go and see a member, um, the only thing they have in common is that they fight gravity but the context in which they apply that is completely different so so i guess the the relationship this is in part to in part to do with leah but also just a broader um uh, comment about the association world in general I, I think the relationship between leah and its members is is of absolute critical importance so as chief executive of of any organization you've always got to think about your employees you've got to think about the growth of the organization the team there's all these different um competing elements uh for you, you for your attention but with a, a trade association with an association and representative body like leah does that additional factor of of the members as well so i'm quite interested from a chief executive's perspective how do you really juggle all of that that's a great question one that we've reflected on frequently at board and frequently with the with, with staff colleagues it's and, and it boils down to what is the usp of leah what makes us unique and um we we talk a lot in the sinec model of why why are we actually here and then we get into the how and the what is it that we're actually going to do. Um, and we are a trade association that is here to consult with our members. And if we don't have a re- an open and frank relationship with our members, we're never going to get to the what that we really need to be delivering. Um, so the unique thing for us 
in our space, I'm not saying it's unique in trade association land, but we are absolutely driven by an openness with our members. And we've got a significant membership, but we've got a significant staff number that makes sure that we have open lines of communication. In terms of what's that like in the real world for me, um, I must get 20 or 30 WhatsApps every day from members that come directly to me. So we never funnel out or channel away direct conversations. And oftentimes members will come to me and it, I won't be the right person that um, can help them. But we're a trade association that people pay a fee to be a part of. And we treat our members really commercially as customers. That's not in the sense that we're trying to always upsell, but um, we are grateful for their support, both in terms of paying their fees, but also all the other stuff that they do for us. And th there's two ways to look at the association. So you're right. The first, the first way for me as a chief executive is I'm the guy that looks at the monthly accounts. I'm the guy that looks at the p and I'm the guy that makes sure that the lights are still on. But then there's the second, which is not the entity of the association, probably with capital A, but the association of which I am custodian. And that association is the relationship between the entity with the capital A and its members, but also to make sure that members have a decent relationship with each other. Because whilst we compete with each other, in a sense, my members compete with each other on a daily basis, they all compete with each other in a specific pitch. And that pitch is always high quality, high standards. Being a member of Leah means that you are about standards, um, quality. It's never about a race to the bottom. It's always about competing in that top half of the table. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great segue into kind of the next question. So just again, in general, the, 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 the role of a professional body or or a trade association, it's, it's really evolving. I think, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis businesses are you know of having challenges that, that we didn't expect sort of five six years ago whenever um and therefore the the money that they have to invest in sort of an association or a member of a professional body that there's a greater sort of level of you know people are more discerning in it in essence so you need to kind of think about or actually, what are, do you think, the major factors that, that Leah really needs to assure its member of so that it, it can contribute and make sure that the sector is contributing as a dynamic and forward-looking pioneer for health and safety standards in particular, which is obviously where Leah is, uh, is focused, so that it always remains relevant and, and drives the the, the the sector forward rather than just thinking, what's the lowest common denominator that we could get away with? So let me start that in a slightly sort of oblique way. So six years ago, everybody in the industry knew about Leah, but I'd never heard of Leah. And I'd, work it, I'd worked um, in the logistics industry for about seven years. And there is a, there is a clear relationship between moving stuff and lifting stuff, uh, you know, to, be, to be really base about it. And so Leah was really good at speaking to its own constituency. And so it had this very, very small echo chamber. Um, where we have progressed in the last six years is the market awareness of LEA membership has dramatically increased. So the people who buy from LEA members are much more cognizant of what they get if they engage with the LEA member. 
And that's been one of the things that we've been really working on, the quality mark. And so there's, we talk about look for the Leah logo and we really market our members. And going back to my, my previous point about association with a capital A and association with a, a lowercase a, we don't worry about marketing the association. <clears throat> we worry about marketing our members. And that's one of the key things that we do that um, is different from how we used to operate. And it's one of the things that um, is different from other trade associations, that we see ourselves as a commercial partner for our members. And so we consciously and deliberately push the ongoing battle and the consequences of a particular decision, the ongoing battle of gravity. And what happens if you don't win that battle with gravity? And it's not to scare people. It's just to make people absolutely aware of things like corporate manslaughter legislation and the fact that the majority of accidents to do with lifting equipment are related to um, user malpractice or user poor um, education or user under uh, sanction of time. Um, so, so, where are we now? So we have numerous services that support our members to be better in what they do. But our vision is to get us to the point where it's a no-brainer between using a LEA member. It's a no-brainer, should I use a LEA member or a non-LEA member? And the fact of the matter is, in such a competitive market, it's not as simple to say as, oh, the LEA member will be more expensive. That's not necessarily the case. But what we can guarantee is that the LEA member is market leading, has been third party verified and uses all the processes necessary to give you as a consumer total comfort that should something go wrong, you're covered and that you are in a, a suitably safe place should there be investigations, et cetera, et cetera. So it's that peace of mind. 100%. So, so a real life example, when we go to a new, when we go to a new marketplace, in a developing economy, for instance, and there is a there's a low level of development in the lifting industry, so there's not many people to choose from. It gives our multinational end user customers total comfort that they can just say, oh, "We're only going to use Leah members," because what Leah does is it we take on the bulk of that. We take on the burden of ensuring that our members are audited, are trained, are cognizant of daily changes one of the one of the um, solutions that we have is the Leah connect app so we have a, and this is indicative of the change we've gone through so rather than just running an association where we email out our members and we'll tell them that something new is happening or they owe us a bill or whatever how do we actually knowledge transfer and this is this is really the going to the Synec thing how do we exist we're a knowledge management business um, we listen to a thousand members thousand members plus often on a daily basis to understand what's happening in the economy, what's happening in the industry, changes in standards, the challenges that they're facing. So we feel like we are the hub of that knowledge. It comes in and it tells us what's happening. But shame on us if we don't act as a result of that knowledge. And so that our trick, what we think we're good at, is turning that real life intelligence that we receive into solutions, products and approaches. And so those solutions might be a new training course, it might be a new guidance document relating to a particular standard, or it might be that we reach out to government agencies, whichever world is affected, whichever country in the world is affected. And we make the case on how we can support better policy. So we are, so, so Leah is a trade association. Our USP 
is the amount of knowledge that comes into us. Our our market leading factor is that we actually listen and do stuff with it and that we have internal expertise that means that we can produce product services and solutions that benefit our members because they're the guys that pay for us but also the industry that we serve. I know the, one of the reasons that we're, we're talking today obviously is because you're expanding you're growing you're thinking about or you're you're bringing in three new members of uh, of your executive team a director of uh, academy compliance director and director of membership um so let's talk about we've we've reflected on kind of the journey that you've been through in your your own experience of leah but let's talk about um the future and, and what are the ambitions that leah has and how in your mind's eye at this stage do you envision that these three appointments are going to be able to help Leah on that to achieve those goals so the Leah board is uh, 13 strong is um, passionate smart wise great to work with and it's great to work with because uh, there's a real um obviousness about its determination so the mandate that it gives to me as a chief executive is one that's constant and it just never changes Um, and so the mandate that i have is to deliver on their vision and their vision is to eliminate accident injury and fatality so you know i I do the normal stuff that any organizational leader has to do around finances and hr and recruitment and stuff but the only metric that i am judged on in terms of my performance is the elimination of accident so leah is here categorically and almost uniquely in order to make our industry a safer place and it's not just a safer place in the sense of 10 percent or 15 percent, but our vision is to eliminate accident and so we have reached a point now where we're looking at what we do and the impact that we're having. And the board has sanctioned me to take us to the next level. We think that we've probably done as much as we can in this paradigm. And um, what we're now looking for is innovation, expertise, and enhanced capacity. And you've highlighted the three areas that we're looking to develop particularly. So, so I have this zero number as my, um, organizational vision number that I have to deliver. And so everything is always related to, but how does that get us to zero? How does that eliminate accident? And so now we can look at operationally, again, going through this Sinex stuff, is it that we know how we're going to do it? So it's going to be about knowledge transfer, but what is it that we are going to do? So what are we going to do that's about polishing our current widgets even further so that there's more impact? But what is it that we are going to be doing moving forward that gets us to zero? Now, we can break down the zero even further. Our magnitude at the moment is that we deliver about, um, well, we deliver training to around 300 students every month. And on top of that, we've got about uh, 1,100 members. So we think that by doing more of what we currently do, in the sense of to more members, to more students, we can reduce and get closer to that zero number. So there's just a straightforward, do more of what you currently do, Ross, and that will have an impact. But we also think that in a world, here we are having this meeting over Teams. You know, even four years ago, this would have been a face-to-face in London somewhere, right? So the world has changed. There is a dividend from the changes that would be happening. There are challenges as well as opportunities. Um, We have come a long way. 
we are stable. We have views around the training that we deliver. We've got views around the audit that we deliver about what our footprint is, about where the pinch points are in further eliminating accidents from our industry. We see growth areas globally. So we are now no longer a UK-centric organisation. We have more members outside of the UK than we do inside the UK where we existed. So we have got this internationalization. I would say it's internationalization rather than global, to be really honest. But why we are recruiting is because we're excited about what this future looks like. This is not simply delivering more of what we've got. This is about taking our product services and solution to the next scale. And so we're looking for people that are gonna come in with ideas, um, with a professional approach, and we're looking for real expertise in these particular director level posts. And why it's a director level post is because here at Leo, we trust the expertise. It's a, it's a mantra that we go with. If someone is an expert, we trust the expertise. So these are roles for people who are looking to be empowered and impactful. Might be that they've been there, done it. It might be that this is a step up. Um, I think ambition and competence is just as if not more important to us than previous expertise previous track record so finally yeah just quite simply why do you think there's going to be three individuals who are going to start their journeys going to embark upon a new career with leah what do you think they'll get in five years what do you think they will personally be able to take from that right so um yeah so what what can leah offer to a new recruit and in five years will they look back and think oh that was a mistake that I made um <laughs> so I think I'm able to speak to that from a personal perspective so I've been here six years now and actually I, I sometimes feel like um six years is quite a long time to be in a role in trade association land um and I've had this conversation with members of the board and you know we had open and honest conversations around is it time for a new set of eyes is it time for a new vision um the Leah board are determined to see it through to the end and through to the end means that zero number that I keep talking about. It's not about somebody's ego and it's it's a new set of ideas or I thought we should do it this way. I will now be going into my fourth chair because they do it on a two-year basis and the, there is a clear thread through everything that we're doing. It's been about um, identifying where we are understanding where we want to get to and now delivering that space in between. So so speaking to potential new members of the team, whilst here, I've always felt um, supported by a really well-briefed board. It's never been a, it's been a challenging board. It's not a critical board. We would rather make good mistakes than be badly passive. We are absolutely stable we are comfortable and it was an option that the board could have taken to do nothing to just carry on on the path that we're on at the moment but we are united as a board and as myself on paradigm shift significant change and for some people that might not be so, so we might not be the right the right employer the right partner for the next five years i have found the journey um incredibly energizing and liberating and i you know we all have days where we go and we think i'm glad it's half past five but um i i've loved the challenge that's come my way i've lo i love that we are 
and, and I, I'll get back to the real world. We're a real world industry where accidents do happen. And when we get it right, we make a real life impact. So this is not an academic pursuit. This is making an inherently risky and dangerous industry. One that all of us rely on, whether it be the buildings in which we work or the theatres in which we um in which we relax, or it might be the the energy that we use. This industry underpins our way of life, and it's it's led by a board that's open to and determined to be innovative, impactful. It's never I have never once at board level, and I'm thinking of the once is I've I've never once at board level had anybody around the table say oh we've never done it this way before as a criticism it's always been about squeezing out more performance and so so i've witted on but <laughs> what what i i what leah will give um to its its new members senior team is an opportunity to bring to life things that perhaps in a current employers is seen as a bit left field or is a bit difficult or risky that's what we're looking for. We're looking for a paradigm shift. And as I said, we are much more likely to have a um, make a risky decision than to be nervous about change. That's not who we are. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Ross Maloney, thanks for your time. Perfect. Thank you. So I'd just like to say thank you once again to uh, Ross, to Ross Maloney for being so generous with his time and his thoughts about Leah as well as, of course, his own experiences as a leader, a chief executive of a trade association. Um, thanks, of course, as well to you for listening and for getting this far in this audio podcast. I do hope that it's uh, it's been bearable. Uh, I would expect that if you have made it this far, that there's a distinct possibility that the reason that you've listened until this point is that you're either incredibly interested in the world of trade associations, professional bodies and uh, learned societies, or that you might just might just be interested in the three opportunities which Ross is currently hiring, hiring for his executive team at Leah. Either way, thanks again for listening and you can find more uh, information about trade associations and all about executive leadership team opportunities uh, to Ross's team or many other organisations team on our website, which is of course berwickpartners.co.uk. Um, as a reminder, the three opportunities in question that Ross and I have been discussing today are the Director of Academy position, Director of Membership and Director of Compliance. And you can find more information about them, uh, including full uh, job descriptions for these positions on our website or alternatively you can feel free to to just drop me an email on uh, thomas.ewan at berwickpartners.co.uk Now finally I'll be honest this is the genuinely the first time I've ever done anything like this so I'm sure that you would um, I'm sure that you're surprised by that and uh, I understand of course now that I'm probably the last person in London to host their own podcast so uh, I do hope that you've enjoyed it and that it's been useful and if, if, if I'm being honest that it's the first of many. Uh, thanks again and if you're interested in trade associations or even of course if you're a chief executive or chair or member of a board of a trade association who's looking to build out their executive team or do any high kind of hiring then please do drop me a line uh, those kind of messages are of course the very best kind um, so until next time I shall uh, 
say thanks very much and I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye now.